Welcome to On Target with your host, Roger from PistolSnipe.com, where we talk firearms and shooting tips to help you tear out the bullseye on a consistent basis. Welcome to On Target. This is episode number four. I'm Roger from PistolSnipe.com, and this time we're going to be talking about nightstand guns, specifically revolvers. And it all came about with a uh, article on Gun Digest that I saw and caught my attention. Couldn't help it after just putting this uh, whole grip on my my Smith & Wesson 627-5. And I was looking at these and thought, wow, these, these look cool. Well, uh, what you want to have with a nightstand uh, firearm of any kind is something that is reliable. And I also noticed a comment at the bottom, a good point by a guy who calls himself Foxtrotter, is that if you are ever involved in a shooting, the firearm is going to probably be seized as evidence by the police. You may or may not get it back. And don't ever use a gun, therefore, that you value either as an heirloom or non-replaceable item. So let's take a look at the list here that they have. Now on the top of the list is a Ruger GP100. Now this is these are all 357s. Some people might want to talk about uh, 44s or maybe even a 41 Magnum. Uh, they don't really mention it in here, but uh, folks, let's remember that if this is in your home, if you have other people in the house, you do not want to be blowing through walls. Now there is ammunition that, uh, that is frangible that can help to avoid that. You want to have enough power, no question, but you don't really want to blast through six of your own walls out the side and into the neighbor's house. So just keep that in mind too. All these appear to have uh, four inch barrels. Uh, the first one, as I say, the Ruger GP100, and it's uh, probably the least expensive, about $700, uh, six shot. It's gonna be uh, be probably the heaviest of the of the revolvers here mentioned. It's about 40 ounces going to be a solid solid firearm. There's no doubt about it. Now, one of the things about uh, a wheel gun, you're, you're kind of giving up capacity, uh, you know, magazine capacity, in this case, cylinder capacity for reliability. But if we move down the list, and this is the one that uh, kind of catches my eye because uh, it really uh, reminded me when I was doing the 627, mine of uh, a friend of mine way back in the day, police officer had a 686 stainless, and I think he had Packmeyer grips on it. And it is a, uh, a seven shot, and hence the plus. The, the 686s are, are just nice shooting guns. It's gonna have a, uh, a smooth, uh, crisp trigger pull, and it's gonna be pretty accurate. So it's gonna be a, a real nice choice. It's about 38 ounces, it says here. Uh, never cheap, no Smith & Wesson wheel gun is, I don't believe. Uh, claims here about 850 bucks. But below that, boy, you just can't take your eyes off it. It's a Smith & Wesson model M&P R8. And as the eight indicates, it has just like my 627 here, it has an eight-shot cylinder, which uh, is, again, cut for moon clips, which does allow uh, for faster reloading. You don't have to use them, but you can. Uh, it's light, uh, 36 ounces, a couple ounces uh, less than the other. It's got a, a rail for a light, uh, one of the very few revolvers that you'll see that on. Now, I don't think it mentions it here, but I think it's probably got night sights on it as well. I'm not sure if that is on all models or not, but you're gonna pay 1200 bucks for this puppy, and it is, uh, it is, it's black, it looks really cool. It's gonna shoot well, and the trigger's gonna be nice. Uh, you're gonna love it if you can afford it. The, uh, the bottom one here, they mentioned, and I, I've talked about this in the past, the Colt Python. Now, the, uh, they say here it's built like a Swiss watch, uh, pure joy to shoot. And that, what I remember about the pythons, again, from my uh, law enforcement friends way back in the day, was that smooth trigger. 
Now that is due to uh, actually one of the Python's Achilles heels, uh, really the only one I guess, uh, and that is it had a flat mainspring instead of a coiled one. And that is uh, unfortunately more prone to breaking. And the last thing you want, the last thing you want is uh, in, in a, a self-defense gun is a gun that breaks. So one of the reasons I would think you might want a revolver is because you can just uh, count on it, pull the trigger and it goes bang. Uh, I personally wouldn't use a python. The other reason I would not use a python for a, 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 a nightstand gun is because you can't get them anymore. If you have one, uh, you probably, uh, you may not even shoot it that much anymore because you're trying to you know cherish and treasure that uh, that heirloom, and as the uh, the guy at the uh, at the bottom of the comments mentioned, you know, if, you, if it is ever used in a shooting, it's going to get confiscated. Um, you know, I'm not going to talk about what the reasons they might be to keep it, whether they might like it, but uh, let's let's just keep the pythons uh, maybe in the uh, in the gun safe and you know shoot it when you can enjoy it. But I'm not sure about being a nightstand gun. But there's cer certainly no reason. Um, of course, this one pictured is a six-inch barrel, I think. But uh, there's no reason that it can't be. From a standpoint of, of what it'll perform, it will. Uh, I'm a little bit bothered if it's, especially if it's old and it's been fired a lot. Uh, you might want to just think about that spring, but you uh, you certainly have enough power there. And it, uh, my recollection is they are all just six shooters. I say just six, but uh, uh, compared to the sevens and eights, uh, it is a, a round or two short of what maybe you can have. So that's uh, that's it for this uh, this episode. I, I it's. it's fun for me to look at these and talk about them and, and just think about them in my mind. I, I wish I could go back and shoot with some of those friends from the past, but uh, situations aren't where they are and miles apart, but it is uh, always good times to go shooting with friends and always keep safe. You want to follow good safe shooting practices, use good hearing protection, good eye protection, keep that barrel pointed in a safe direction and keep your finger off the trigger until you are ready to shoot. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. We will catch you next time.